The lesson from St. Luke chapter 18. Then it happened as he was coming near Jericho that a certain blind man sat by the road begging. And hearing a multitude passing by, he asked what it meant. So they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then those who went before warned him that he should be quiet. And he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he had come near, he asked him, saying, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. These are your words, Holy Father, sanctifies by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Dear Christian friends, some Christian churches practice what they call faith healing. The idea is that you can be healed of anything if you have enough faith. Some television evangelists have made this a big part of their program. But many of them have been proven to be fakes and scams, based either on hyping up emotions or using actual deception. This isn't anything new. A couple hundred years ago, people would gather and set up tents for revivals and faith healing sessions. And even in the time of the apostles, people like Simon the Magician that we read about, wanted to know the apostles' secret of performing miracles. He offered Peter money to learn this gift. He wasn't so concerned about God. Now Jesus in our text says, Your faith has made you well. Does that make Jesus a faith healer? Perhaps we should remember that this can also be translated, Your faith has saved you. Having a broken bone healed doesn't get you into heaven. Being cured of cancer doesn't get you into heaven. What does Jesus mean? Jesus means that faith, that is, trusting Jesus as Savior, saves us. Faith is only as good as what it trusts. If I believe that I can heal a broken bone by my own willing it to happen, I have false hope. But if I believe that Jesus can heal my broken bone, my faith is well-founded, but I leave the decision to Jesus, who knows what is best for me. I trust him. It's easy for us to think that we can help ourselves. We may think that we are strong and smart and young, but we will fail a time and time again in our life if we try to rely on ourselves. There's only one, only one God who can help us. There's only one Savior by whose name we are saved. But we can surely and securely rely on Jesus as our Savior from sin, death, and the devil. The man in our text calls out to Jesus saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. That title, Son of David, belongs to the promised Messiah who comes from the line of David. Remember when Jesus was to be born, Mary and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David. David was the most beloved king of Israel. God describes him as a man after my own heart. 
But Jesus was more than the earthly son of David, more than just an earthly king. The title son of David was one used for the promised savior, who is God himself. For in Psalm 110 we read, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. This is God the Father speaking to Jesus, his eternal son, about his victory over all our enemies, sin, death, and the devil. It's not our believing that helps us, that heals us, but the one in whom we believe. Our faith looks to Jesus, who has the power to heal us and the power to save us. For even our faith is something that God himself works within us. The Holy Spirit calls us by the gospel, speaks his word into our hearts, creates faith there, faith that trusts in Jesus' power to heal and to save. The prayer of this man is similar to several others in the Bible where people ask Jesus for help. Lord, have mercy. We use that same prayer in our church services, even calling it by its Greek name sometimes, Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy. It was in our opening hymn, and we will sing it again in our prayers today. And with these words, Lord have mercy, we recognize Jesus to be the promised Savior. And with this prayer, we show our trust in God to be merciful to us, even though we are undeserving. And God always answers this prayer. God always shows mercy to his believers. We certainly think of God as merciful during Lent when we ponder Jesus' suffering and death for our sins. He is our merciful Savior. The reaction of this man and the crowd around is also significant. It says, And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God, and all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. All the people praised God. This is our reaction, too, when we learn that God is our merciful Savior who forgives all our sins. Our Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy, becomes not just a cry for help, but a shout of praise and gratitude to a merciful God who does save us. Think of that when you say this prayer and sing this prayer in church. Think of this simple prayer when you are worried and troubled by your sin and the troubles of this earthly life. Think of this simple prayer when you are thankful to God, who is your maker, redeemer, and comforter. Simply say, Lord, have mercy, and trust Jesus' words. Your faith has saved you. Amen.